Welcome to Their Very Best. The podcast where total amateurs make wild proclamations about the work of expert, professional musicians, despite having no actual qualifications. I'm Waldron Faulkner. And I'm Bill Noto. Thank you for joining us for wild, unsolicited opinions about Kurt Vile. Loved you all a long, long while. I feel like, I don't know if we're getting like more and more engaged in our script, but (laughs) it's actually pretty good because Kurt Vile does this thing where he like enunciates in a kind of unusual way in his singing, right? So, (laughs) you know what I mean? He goes up in pitch in these weird ways or like, love them all through many a lifetime. Does this like flutter thing. He's got his own little fingerprint. He, you know, there are some singers like who's that uh, uh, Anthony Kiedis guy from uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Well, you just know he's singing because like he takes the melody. He's got like melody licks. Yeah, you no, know? totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's totally got his own vocal style, which I think is part of his charm. I agree, and that, and he was so recognizable when we did the uh, War on Drugs episode, and we're like, that sounds like Kurt Vile. You know, it definitely <laughs> yeah. was each time. So, Waldron, what are we doing today? Yeah. What's the what's the format tonight? Billy, it's a classic 3 by 3 and I'm finally hosting an episode where I get to declare the very best. Finally. So, when we do a 3 by 3 does that mean 3 times 3 equals 9? What does that mean? It's 3 and 3, 3 plus 3 episode, <laughs> which we call a 3 by 3 Okay. <laughs> you know, because this might be some people's first time and they might be confused. So, okay. Now, since you're the host, that means yeah. you go last and I go first. So it's time oh, to yeah. it's time to listen to some music. You know, I'm so used to getting the first pick that I'm a little bit jealous. All right. So, look, I'm just going to say the word pedestrian right up front. Oh, don't. And we're just going to go right in. Oh, come on. With Pretty Pimpin. Right in. God damn it, Billy. Yes. Pretty Pimpin. Let's go. <laughs> can't talk about Kurt Vile's very best work and not talk about Pretty Pimping. I'm sorry, you can't. I woke up this morning, didn't recognize the man in the mirror. Then I laughed and I said, oh silly me, that's just me, then I proceed. So I'm like, oh, finally I get the host and I get to declare and all this. And you took my pick for the best, very best song. Okay, well, so th- I, I wouldn't argue with that. This is just a great song and I couldn't wait to hear it. It's so wonderful. The guitars, uh, you you know, it sounds like one guitar because it's got the same little sound, but it's really multiple guitars playing a finger picking pattern that is similar, but not exactly the same. And it's in both ears. So you get some chorusing effect going and it's just beautiful. Lyrics are classic, freaky Kurt Vile lyrics. All I want is to just have fun, live my life like the son of a gun. I could be one thousand miles away, but still me, what I say. Totally. I think we've basically summed up the episode right there. It's all about <laughs> the amazing guitar, the picking, multiple tracks of guitar, the tone of the guitar. Yeah. All of that is there. And the song is so wild. Like the idea, it's sort of like, um, 
Philip Dick. There's almost like this like Philip K. Dick like dystopian thing or just like disassociation thing happening in his lyrics. I kind of feel like I know what he's going through. It's a, a dissociative feeling about yourself as a as a third person and you're operating on that and time is going by. I, I, I know, I, I feel like I kind of know how he feels. Yeah, like there's like a identity crisis. It's right. a little bit like, um, you know, this is not my beautiful house. This is not my beautiful <laughs> wife. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. One of the things about this in this song that I really love is how he gets so syncopated in the lyrics of the chorus. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example when we get to it in the song, but it's it's is it like how it's kind of going in a loop, or it's like self-referencing or something? Like a leaf come in the window of the restroom is a very syncopated sound, right? Yeah, great. Here he'll get to it in a second. He's doing that fun vocal style too right, yeah right here when he says leaf come in the window uh, that's a great one he's got a very syncopated moment in this chorus yeah if this is a chorus i mean that's one of the things I've noticed about him is that he, he's not opposed to putting together a song that has only verses and no distinguishable chorus. I mean, arguably this is it. Yeah. There's a little synth pad there that reminds me of the War on Drugs that we just heard. Yeah, maybe, but also I just feel like that's him extending the sound. Pimpin. I feel like he's just singing it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. You hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Let me hear it again. I'll say uh, one thing about the drums for Kurt Vile is they play a supporting role, and that's fine. It doesn't bother me at all. Some of the songs don't have drums, and or they're very sparse. Yeah, I noticed he's gotten a lot more sort of drum machine stuff happening in his yeah. more recent stuff. And I was worried yeah. that you'd hold it against him. <laughs> well, um, I guess I should have anticipated that you'd have chosen at least one of my picks, including that song, Pretty Pimpin'. And so it gives me a chance to go to what I'm calling my number four pick, which is called KV Crimes. And it's hey. on Walking on a Pretty Days. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons I'm kind of glad that I get a chance to talk about this song is that it's evidence in my argument that Kurt Vile is the new Neil Young. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's got his own little vocal style. He doesn't really care what it sounds like very much. He's got a guitar distortion noise that isn't always perfectly in tune sometimes and and the guitar sound itself. That 
an interesting comparison. I've also heard him compared to Bob Dylan before as like the voice of his generation, which is a wild idea. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go to that. I'm just saying that some I mean, have gone there. I wouldn't dare go that far. As you know, I've got my Bob Dylan problem. So I'd like, I'd rather have Kurt Violon than Bob Dylan most of the time. Okay. But maybe that's a good segue while we're waiting for the cowbell to begin. <laughs> maybe that's well, there, a good. There is like a um, iconoclasticness to Kurt Vile, where I think he is like putting himself out there and doesn't really care what you think about it. Yeah, and that's kind of Neil Young style yeah, too, right? It is. Yeah, and also kind of Beck. I think there's a strong Beck influence too. Well, speaking of influences, I'm going to read you a list of male songwriter performer types that Kurt Vile has claimed as being influences for him. Okay. Okay. One of them is not one of the names that he chooses to be to identify as an influence. Okay? Okay. Neil Young, Tom Petty, John Prine, mm-hmm. Bruce Springsteen, mm-hmm. Tom Waits, mm-hmm. Randy Newman, mm-hmm. Bob Dylan. But I need to pick the one that's not the you influence? You have to pick the one that is not, that he does not claim as an influence. Jesus. You can kind of, this whole list is kind of like, okay, these are songwriter dudes. I'm going to go with Bruce Bruce Springsteen. False, Billy. False, damn it. It was the not influence. <laughs> the not influence is Tom Waits. Tom Waits, okay. I thought you'd, I thought you'd pick that one out. Yeah. <sighs> No. I thought maybe you'd go for the Randy Newman or the John Prine. Uh, actually, I kind of hear the John Prine, so... Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Did we miss the cowbell while we were... Bloviating? <laughs> I wouldn't have said bloviating. <laughs> I mean, this song is also a good example of how he's got those, these kind of crazy lyrics sometimes that are... I'll call it abstract... Uh-huh. Crestfallen, dejected, and police coast crush. Daydreaming through the dark days. Club Monty on a holiday or on mm. holiday. Mm. It doesn't. I'm not sure what that means. It maybe just sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should have added Jim Morrison as the influence. <laughs> <laughs> Lyrics don't mean anything, but maybe sound cool. Oh, there's the cowbell. There it is. I can't wait to play my next song. Okay, well, I guess now that you've chosen Pretty Pimpin', I'm I'm open to everything. All right. This is another song off the same album, Believe Him Going Down. And the song is That's Life Though. Almost Hate to Say. In parentheses. Do you know this one? I do know it because I know this album really well. No surprise, it's my pick for his very best album uh-huh oh man that guitar is just amazing to me and the very sparse drums it's almost like just like a i don't even hear drums here yet well you hear percussion right all oh, right i hear that Take pills to take the edge off, or to just take a chillax, man. 
It's like a frame drum or something, like a yeah. big ass drum. Yeah, and maybe some kind of tambourine thing. It might be like one beat per measure, just whole notes. So here's my here's my formula for writing a uh, a Kurt Vile song. So find at least two like two chords that go together really nicely and do this wild finger picking pattern on wild. your guitar yeah. and then hit record and then just start reading shit out of your journal. <laughs> I think it's a good formula. <laughs> it's gotta have this guy operates. There's some some strings in the background, or is, or maybe pads. Something. There's a pad. You hear that? Yep. It's almost a Casio tone. I love it. I, I love everything about this song. It might be like a Farfisa organ. He's definitely into lo-fi instruments. Like he, yeah. he plays a Wurlitzer and not a Rhodes. And I feel uh, like the Wurlitzer is sort of a dinkier sounding Rhodes noise and a, huh. like a Farfisa is definitely not your B3 noise. It's also awful fun to say Farfisa. There's a melancholy thing to his music. It, Right? There's a bittersweetness. I guess hell has finally frozen over. I wanna run. It's like you, you know, if you sang like Kurt Vile, people would be like, oh, he's trying to sound like Kurt Vile. It's such a distinct vocal thing. But there are scorpions out there. Yeah, and, and I don't, it's not like the sound of the voice, it's the melodies that he's choosing, and uh -huh. and I guess where he's, like the, the rhythmic pattern of the words that he's singing, right? Yeah. H have you seen him perform? No. I've seen him twice, I'm pleased to say. Uh, brag. Well, flex. I saw him at the State Theater last year in Portland, really? Maine. Yeah. And actually didn't have as great a time as I wished I had had. And then I also saw him at the House of Blues in Boston and I had a much better time. So it might've just been an off night or it might've been that when I saw him at the House of Blues, it was closer to this album and he played more of the songs from this album. I don't know. Oh, here's a little shaker action. <laughs> How can you hear that? You don't hear that? I think that my high end is it's just like going. A chicka chicka chicka. You got an egg, yeah. egg shake? Yeah. Let me listen. You don't hear that? No. Your headphone jack's like only plugged in three quarters of the way. Like on an airplane. I think my ears <laughs> are only plugged in three quarters of the range of normal human hearing. <laughs> that's terrible. If that's the case, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the quiz I wanted to give you, Billy, was is it Kurt Vile or War on Drugs? And I just play you clips of songs, and you'd have to try to figure it out. <laughs> I, I think I could pass that test. I think I could pass that test. Ten well, out of ten. What if there's no lyrics? I still think I could. Probably you could. You'd listen for the guitar. Kurt Kurt Vile's guitar work, I think, is just like a level up in terms of it's like finger picking. I mean, 
that guy Adam Granducial is he loves to make a guitar noise but it's yeah and so Neil Young is sort of the same way like absolutely super loud you know one note as long as it sounds good you know it's yep. fine yeah all right well I'm up to what would have been my second pick and it's from the album called watch my moves which is his most recent thing and it's called like exploding stones Got me going. And when I started listening to this album, I thought, is this his COVID lockdown album? And it turned out that, in fact, that is exactly what it is. <laughs> you know, it has a, I'm sitting at home producing a thing. And usually I, I like those albums. In this case, I don't love the album as much, but this song on it is just wonderful. This is Like Exploding Stones, is that what you said? Like Exploding Stones is the name of this song. Huh. It's more lovingly produced, and it's got a War on Drugsy feel on it that I like also. Hmm. The whole album does, mm -hmm. but it's still clearly him. Dreaming of a time My heroes drop by just to hear me play. <laughs> I love when he goes up to that falsetto. That's a cool one. I'm not familiar with this song and I like it. You know, it's always my always my goal to turn you on to something that you love in my picks right on really. that's great that's a worthy goal everyone should have that goal <laughs> and it's hard to do with Kurt Vile because it's a limited catalog I've, you know he's one of those artists where I feel like maybe he could have gotten away with either one third or two thirds of the number of songs that he's put out yeah, there when you say limited catalog I'm like what do you mean limited catalog like I can't believe how many I mean the studio albums are like seven of them right Okay. Or six or seven. That's not limited, is it? And he's still pretty young seeming. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he's definitely young, but like, here, let me take a look. I think maybe my problem is that, like, I sort of ignore a lot, a, a lot of the very earliest stuff because mm. that is definitely like, do a finger picking pattern. Yeah. Hit record and just start saying stuff. Right. This is going to make you feel something. He was born in 1980. <laughs> that's cool I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that it's when they're born in like uh, the 2000s that it begins to freak me out <laughs> yeah and by comparison Adam Granducial was born in 1979 oh right that sounds much longer ago doesn't it <laughs> it does 1979 sounds way different than 1980 to me Do you hear the Neil Young comparison? 
You're still buying into the Neil Young uh, comparison? Uh, maybe a little bit. Not as... No, I'm totally correct. Um, a little bit. There's actually a song that I'm going to play as my also we- that Martha likes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should get to that right now. You want to play that right now? Yeah. What's, what's, what's Martha's pick? Say the word off of Watch My Moves. Do it, tree later will make mine be a beech wood with long limbs. Cause times they be trembling, so let me do some of that then. A little bit more up-tempo here. Yeah, you know how I feel about that. Makes me very uncomfortable. I know you don't love it. <laughs> it tries to push my heart to be in a faster pace than it normally wants to it's okay you can go with it for a minute you'll be all right i'll be with you okay if i start to freak out you're gonna have to talk me down <laughs> let's just say the word haha <laughs> he mixes um short notes and long notes when he sings i think that's one of the things he does yeah i don't know if it's my pick but oh this isn't your pick this is martha's pick This sounds extremely Neil Young. It does. Except for the whammy bar. Neil Young wouldn't have any truck with the whammy bar, I don't think. Chorus effect there. What a great solo. It took a, it took the song a while to grow on me, but it definitely did. I'm I'm liking that whole solo section a lot. It goes somewhere, yeah. One of the things she liked about it was the uh, how there's sort of like a meta thing happening, just in the lyrics. Like the lyrics include the description of when they he wrote the lyrics. Yeah, you know, that's one of the things I don't like in songs is when it's like this song is a thing and like uh, I'm it's too cute. It's too cute to, for me. It's like, it's, it feels lazy, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, um... I know you didn't like it in The Strokes. Right. I remember you yeah. not liking that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, let the song be about, like, your actual life, not the fact that you're trying to write a song. And that's, mm-hmm. that, that's what leads to lyrics about the lyrics, is if you don't have mm-hmm. any other ideas. Mm-hmm. To me, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was Kyle Spence playing drums on that track, by the way. All right, so we've got Martha's pick. Now you've... That was my little sidebar. You always have your little cheats, your ways to get extra songs. <laughs> Is there something that, uh, like, Ryan D'Agostino character, <laughs> like, there's no call for help with Kurt File. We didn't get any calls for help. No responses, huh? Yeah, I think I left it too late. My final pick is Bass Ackwards on Bottle It In. Okay. There was a song that had backwards music on his most recent album also, and 
What I really appreciated about it was that it sounded like he wrote the song that he wanted to have. Like he just wrote it as a song forward and then figured out how to play everything backwards to make those sounds happen, <laughs> which is the way I have a song that I did where I sing backwards to make really? it. Really? Yeah, and it's it was hard to do. Oh my god. I can't imagine. And it gives you the like the words that you want, but it's got that backwards sound. You had to I had to sing it backwards. It's funny. It makes me think of David Lynch and uh right. Twin yeah. Peaks. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It is a very weird thing to do. I can't believe you did that. I'm like upset imagining you doing that. <laughs> I was on the beach, but I was thinking about the bay. Got to the bay. But by then I was far away I was on the ground But looking straight into the sun But the sun went down And I couldn't find another one For a while For because it wasn't all So you know this is going to sound kind of dumb But like I didn't even realize That there were there was a backward part in this song Until you started describing it Like that is funny <laughs> And embarrassing, but that's not what I liked about it. it that to me is kind of like a side thing, right? This is another one of those songs where it's just a combination of his lyrics and the guitar part. And I guess we also have the syncopation in his lyrics here too, right? He like speeds up, slows down, has long notes, short notes. Yeah, I like it. I think it, this is a song that also goes someplace over time. Rock music is sort of from the past. Do you know what I mean? It's not like the current culture. And I'm maybe living in the past, but appreciating when there's when there are artists putting out new, good indie rock music. And I, I feel like it's like this niche thing. Like Amos can kind of like barely listen to it at this point. <laughs> um, but it's like not what, it's not what the kids are listening to. You know what I mean? It's like, it's totally sad dad stuff right yeah <laughs> yep yeah it's not for i feel like somewhere out there there are kids that only listen to rock don't know i mean it's not our kids i was on the beach but i was thinking about the bay i you know what when i was listening me listening to all of the curb file in prep for this episode I skipped I skipped right past this one as soon as I started hearing the backwards guitar in a song Mm. called bass backwards because I thought Mm -hmm. okay that's the joke and then Mm -hmm. but but I like it it's a good song it's cool and it's not about that like yeah the backwards guitar noises is maybe in support of whatever the other idea is in the lyrics that I haven't really listened to. I think so too. And I'm actually like, I think it's kind of notable that I didn't even notice that. So like, maybe that's just like something the guitarist knows. But there's also a non-backwards part, right? It's not all backwards. Well, yeah. I mean, the little guitar. There's like an acoustic line going. There's only one backwards thing that I can yeah. hear. Yeah song is almost 10 minutes long billy yeah it's okay you can you can move along i'll encourage our our listeners to check out the playlist if they want to hear the whole thing okay so i guess that we're down to like the final pick of the evening totally 
Yeah, we've already said, you know, I'm going to declare right now Pretty Pimpin is his very best song and Believe I'm Going Down is the very best album. And I'll mm-hmm. reiterate the proclamations later at the appropriate time. Mm. Yes, we do. But also on Believe I'm Going Down is the song called Dust Bunnies. Do you know this one? Yes, and I like it. You on repeat in my office mm, in Boston a couple of companies ago in Boston the guys all liked this song uh-huh. we had a real Kurt Vile contingent huh. in the office so maybe the kids do listen to rock the youth that that same group of guys really liked is this singer Courtney Barnett are you familiar with her no so she's from Hobart Tasmania Australia and she went to the same school as my sisters I think but she did she's a great artist also and uh, and did a a duet album with Kurt Vile called Lot of Sea Lice Hmm. I don't know what the the album title means but it's it's cool when you look at the Matador artists like the record company Matador yeah. is the record company that signed Kurt Vile. Just it's kind of interesting. Some of the band names that stick out in my mind are like Pavement, Spoon, Queens of the Stone Age, Yola Tango, Interpol. I'm a fan of Yola Tango. Bell and Sebastian, Butthole Surfers. We can't leave them out. Right. It's kind of, and that's current, and there's a whole bunch of others that are past. Interesting sort of indie label. Yeah, totally. A lot of the band names have the F word in the band name. <laughs> Nico Case. New pornographers. I think that maybe Kurt Vile belongs in this list. The effing champs. <laughs> That's a great band name. I think now is the time for us to announce the change to the name of the podcast. <laughs> it's hard to think with a squashed brain let's hope that it don't Waldron. I think it's decided for Kurt Vile. It is decided, reiterating proclamations, Pretty Pimpin is just too good of a song to not be his very best. Uh, I don't care if it's pedestrian, I don't care if it's got the most plays, I think it does. Mm-hmm. But that is his very best song, and the album, Believe I'm Going Down, is the very best album. Perfect. So everyone, hey, please get in touch via, you know what, are we just saying, just go to the site. Just go to the website. You'll see ways to get in touch there. You can email us. You can go look at our socials. But go to the site. Billy, have you seen... What? Huh? Hmm? Oh, you did see. 
I did show you the uh, 77 Club. <laughs> yes, it's crazy. <laughs> New content on the website. You can see all the artists who died at the age of 27 as if they aged 50 years <laughs> by virtue of Waldron's AI shenanigans. Right. There are five artists that we've done that are members of the 27 <laughs> Club, if you count Brian Jones from the Rolling Stones. Hmm. And they all look kind of like themselves at 77. You got to go to the website to find it. Go to the Halls of Fame. Can't see it anywhere else. So I'm going to hype the playlist. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's another thing on the website. This might be someone's first time listening to the episode. What are the playlists? So, Billy, every episode, every episode, we have a playlist that has all of the songs that we talked about. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, there is a master playlist that has every very best song from the 50. This will be the 54th artist that we've covered. That's amazing. Do you ever listen to that playlist? Uh, you might remember that in the their very best anniversary party that we had several <laughs> months late, that was the playlist that was on repeat. Uh, I do remember that. That's amazing. Yeah. And Waljin, I want to say there's another call to action other than the going to the website. We are really grateful when people recommend the podcast to their friends. That's a great way for creative work or an audience to be grown is if you tell someone you liked it, please do. We also really appreciate it if people will leave us a five-star review and say some nice comments. Really, it's five stars only. Particularly on the Apple podcast app, that's extremely helpful. We're grateful for those who have. We're going to do more of these episodes, so please beware. Watch out. We'll be offering more unsolicited wrong opinions in the near future. I'm Bill. And I'm Waldron. And thanks for listening to Their Very Best. Their Very Best.